That's How You Feel podcast, a no-nonsense platform where we talk about life, how to know yourself, and let go of all that no longer serves you by shifting your perspectives one thought at a time and really opening yourself up to new possibilities. We have interviews with guests along with personal vulnerable stories from the host, as well as other topic discussions. On this platform, we hope that you find the answers that you're searching for. In the words of Marcus Aurelius, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. How's it going, everybody? It's Kate from That's How You Feel podcast. I am here with Kyle from Higher Humans for episode four in our five-part series, the Higher Humans series. Today, we're going to be discussing community, but I'm just going to do a quick wrap-up of the last three episodes. So in episode one with the journey to self, that's really the dismantling, where you start to notice and observe everything in your life that's not working anymore, that doesn't really feel right. And during this particular episode, you start to examine the people around you, the places that you're going and the things that you're engaging with. And this directly corresponds to today's episode. In episode two, we talk about shadow work, how to really first accept that there's a shadow of yourself and then really how to integrate that. And during this period, we notice people leaving our lives or us leaving places and situations because we can no longer deal with with our old self, we're having to fully accept these things as they are and start moving in a new direction that feels better for us. And then the third episode, we talk about the discovery of self, finding the things that actually speak to you, that feel good for you. You know, you have a more drive and passion towards something that is more in alignment with your true authentic self. And this is directly correlated to community where you start dibbling and dabbling and trying new things and maybe that's working with new people in your life. And so for today's episode, we're gonna kind of talk about all the different things that really encapsulate community because there's a lot of things that can derail you from your growth. There's a lot of things that you can over-identify with. But also on this journey, just know that like everything is meant for you to experience if you so choose it. It's just learning how to identify with what's working, what's not. There's gonna be things that work for you for one period of time that no longer work with you later on in life or things that you can always revert back to or things that you know maybe you tried and you're like, actually that probably wasn't the best thing for me but it was a really good learning experience for me. So one thing on this journey that I wanna talk about is this concept of dynamic growth. A lot of people are afraid of change. A lot of people don't want to have any sort of conflict or, you know, rock in the boat of any way, shape or form because it feels uncomfortable. It's a fear of the unknown. And when you start examining community, almost everything is rooted in some sort of fear-based emotion. That's a fear of change, a fear of losing people, a fear of trying something new, a fear of failure. And that is going to directly impact the way in which you're showing up in your communities and how you are navigating towards new communities. So I just want to bring Kyle in right now to just kind of give us a recap on the last three episodes and how 
uh, how this journey has been for you thus far in this uh, new space for you. Awesome. Thanks, Kate. Um, this journey has been pretty insane. It's allowed me to kind of tap into something that I didn't even know existed. Thanks to Kate. She was like, you got to do this. Right. And so the first I remember the first episode, I was super, super nervous and was kind of fumbling around my with my words. But at the end of the day, the journey to self, it's something that I've lived. And so it wasn't like I had to think about what I was going to say. I was just telling you a story of what I knew was coming out from inside of me, right? Um, shadow work, the same thing. It's the It's the idea that when I recognized that I had this shadow, the darkness per se, um, yeah, the acceptance of that and understanding how to navigate it wasn't me theoretically telling you something. It was like, oh, I did that. Oh, that makes sense because, oh shit, that's me, right? And so <clears throat> being able to walk people through this journey and really express these concepts and these ideas are because I've at some level I've experienced I've experienced this right um, the journey to self and finding things that since I've had this awakening or this realization that there is more to life there is more to me than I was taught it was really I still struggle with that part because I'm still trying to find what it is that I like outside of the things that I love philosophy and psychology that's it you know like now I'm learning that oh I like I like this idea of podcasting and speaking to people right but it's just that, that I'm still discovering last night I stayed up with a friend and made music it's way too late right but the love of creating sound and putting this song together was just like mind-blowing right so I'm still in that self-discovery phase and now we're here at community. I think this episode for me is going to be, it's one of the more difficult ones because I'm still searching for community. And it's because I, I wanna be more authentic. And I think that's when I'm gonna find like the ideal community. Notice ideal is in quotes, but I would say in terms of, the way I express myself, the different types of things I'm interested in, I do have little bits and pieces of people that once they come together are a community, but they're all going to be completely fucking different and strange and weird and weird to each other because they're coming from different paradigms of thought, different paradigms of, you know, expression. And so, yeah, I'm interested to hear what Kate has to say about community because I'm still kind of community less <laughs> well, thank you for that recap Kyle and I think that's something that most people are going to be searching for their whole life to some degree and one thing I want to like start off with on this particular episode is kind of talking about the different more or less shadow aspects of how people are finding and navigating community when we're going through this awakening, realization, consciousness, expansion, we notice the people around us, the things that we're engaged with, 
and how they are or aren't in alignment or what things we like and we don't like. But what it really highlights when you're coming online is the sense of abandonment of self, which we talked about in the last episode. And so what you do is you tend to people please, look for external validation. And this is the number one thing is desperation. Desperation comes out all the fucking time in community where you're just desperately seeking people to, to hear you, to see you, to validate you, to give you the love and the support that you need. But that's because it's really triggering how much you're not giving that to yourself. There's no problem with like you wanting to belong to something, find people that fully support you and see you the way that you deserve to. That's a normal, innate feeling of us humans. We are social creatures. We want to feel connected. We want to engage with each other. But there's a difference between healthy engagement and desiring that sense of community and then just the total desperation that many people are seeking, where if you're not careful, you tend to give your power away to people, places, and things that may not be for your highest good, or they're distracting you from actually doing the more challenging work of figuring out who the fuck you are. And that's one thing that I really want this episode to highlight is that in order for you to truly navigate community, you're the one that has to always do the work. Your community cannot do the work for you. They cannot carry the burdens for you. They cannot give you all the answers. You're the only one that can help yourself. But what you can find is people who inspire you to be the best version of yourself. You can find people that hear you and that can share some similar experiences. But one theme that happens a lot in a lot of communities is trauma bonding. And trauma bonding can be very addictive and incredibly dangerous. And if anyone's ever gone to any like NA or AA meeting, it's like they fucking tell you point blank, they're like, don't fucking date anybody in this fucking program. That's like almost rule number one. And what the fuck do people do? Start dating immediately in their fucking pool of shit. And that's a trauma bond because you're like, oh, this person gets me. They've gone through the same things as me. This feels great. And it's like, you two are fucking attracting all of your traumatic bullshit. That's why it feels comfortable. That's why it feels addicting because it's the fucking shit that you need help with. And so that's where desperation comes into play is that we're longing for this sense of like companionship, support, love, and we're doing it at the cost of our own well-being. And so like we we have all these like different like coping skills of being like, oh, you know, it's like everyone's got that Rolodex decks of like, oh, something terrible is happening in my life. Let me call this person. Let me text this person, you know, <laughs> like this, these people make me feel good. And that can be really dangerous for a lot of people having these people, community around them that feed into this shit where it's like there's a lot of enabling that happens in community where codependency is at an all-time high so like codependency and trauma bonding are going to be the two tall tale signs of if this is a good fit for you or not where if you're noticing that like I'm either only looking for people to tell me that I'm doing right or to inflate my ego because I don't feel good or I'm only gonna like interact with people that give me some sense of like that I'm helping them, I'm fixing them, I'm a part of this. And that's a separation of self that needs to be dealt with. 
the people that long, like really long to feel connected to people are the ones that have to do the most difficult work because a longing that deep is showing how much you're, you're not in touch with yourself because someone that's fully in touch with themselves may want, everyone wants this connection, everybody desires, but it's no longer distracting them from continuing to operate and to show up in this right. world. You're going to have moments of disparity and loneliness and feel like no one gets you. But there's a huge difference of that being, you know, a temporary situation and acknowledging that there's something that you're still discovering and still trying to find and connect with versus someone that's just consumed by it, that they're just catapulting themselves into these various communities or seeking. Like think about like the, you know, the codependent person that can't be alone and just joining like every single possible dating app under the sun because they're like, I can't be alone. I just gotta fucking find somebody. Like it's everybody goes through like some phase of that to some degree. And that can be the same sense with community. And so really like on this episode, I want to just like talk about these things that we all experience at some point of like this sense of belonging and how that, you know, deeply affects that. So I don't know, Kyle, if you want to chime in here and talk about any sort of it, interactions you've had personally or things that you notice with <sighs> even the community that's around you. Well, everything you just said about desperation used to be me growing up. So I pretty much grew up an only child. Yeah, I had brothers and sisters, but they were way older. So like I was alone growing up, right? I didn't have like people like a sibling to go hang out with. So I was that kid that was like so needy and seeking to like have connection, right? Of course, that comes from the idea that my mom didn't really know how to attune to my emotional needs. But like I was always that needy guy, even to when I moved in when I moved to United States and I came to high school and I was like, yo, why? like I'm the different person. I'm the one with the accent, the Island boy. Like I want to fit into this community. And I grew up in a white neighborhood. So like I was the, the token, right? So to fit into that community was another challenge for me. But when I finally woke up and I realized, and I started to take like, I, I realized that I took a Myers-Briggs test and like when I tested, I saw how introverted I was and then it started to make sense. And I was like, oh my God, I've been craving this out of the need to bond and I bonded in trauma with other people. But my, like the amount of introversion that I had in my chart was insane. And I was like, no wonder I feel weird when I go out and I have to like pretend to like be in this community because it felt for me, it felt like I was acting, you know, and when, when that clicked, everything went away. All the community that I thought I had, except for like maybe the 10 people that I had really built connection with and that were okay with weirdness, like differences, right? And even that was difficult because once I started to see myself, I realized that like community for me might be five people, <laughs> you know? And I remember the first few years of this awakening, I didn't meet anyone. I stayed completely indoors. I 
read books. I learned, I wrote, I did everything that I'd never been before. And so to understand this idea of like <clears throat> finding the community, I think once you find yourself, you and here's the thing, people who are extroverted, they might be screwed a little bit because they're looking for that external energy. For an introvert like me, it's like, I'm cool with five people in my group that know me, right? But it's because I know myself and I'm also not projecting or judging the things that other people don't have that I have. And I'm like, okay, but I like these parts of you so you can be a part of my community, right? And so it's like learning how to differentiate, judge, discern, whatever you want to call it, like the people you can connect with on deeper levels. Once you start to connect on a deeper level, the surface level stuff kind of like you can see past it, you know? It's like I have friends who love to go, you know, drink and party. There's a part of me that likes to do that, right? But when you sit down and have a conversation with them and you see the way they live, you, you're like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to judge you for this thing because there's so much other depth and you are a service to your community, right? And so I don't mind being a part of that community, right? But I'm, I'm limiting myself to just the things I like in them and trying not to judge the things that are like, oh, that's kind of weird, you know, but like they have depth. And in a community, when you do this work, that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for the simple, you know, shallow surface level things. You're looking for the depth of the person and seeing what that depth is adding to the community. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that is exactly what we're kind of going to segue into, which is this whole point of authenticity, which we have talked about in the last two episodes that's really hard for people to open up to. If you've been living your life inauthentically for a vast majority of our lives, which most of us have, then it's really hard to show up with other people and to connect with them because you don't have the level of consciousness to be A, aware of how you're showing up and then B, how to actually be in receiving mode of somebody else's authenticity or inauthenticity. I think I've been able to scratch the surface with like some of my, like my tendered relationships in my life of 20 plus years only recently because I'm fully me now where I'm yeah. showing up and that's reflecting back to them that they notice that they're like, oh, okay, you, you can go deep now. We can talk about these things. Oh, shit. You know, and then they're able to be fully authentic within themselves. It's a symbiotic relationship. We're all polarities and being able to be influenced by by one another. And so when you're living inauthentically, it's like you're putting out there this, this inauthentic version of yourself that you're going to get these interactions with people that are also inauthentic. And so that's where external validation and people pleasing come into play where it's like, you're perceiving that this person wants me to say this thing, or they want me to be this way. And therefore right. I am now fixated on performing to show up this way that I can get my needs met. And this is all, you know, childhood traumas to some degree of like what you're saying with, with your own upbringing of how you weren't getting your needs met, that we are constantly looking for them to be met outside of us. 
until you start going within to meet your own needs and seeing what they actually are, you're going to be putting that out there in all the wrong places and therefore attracting less than desirable communities or you having a chip on your shoulder and judging other people that they're not able to meet your needs when really you're just avoiding the problem that you're the one not meeting your fucking needs. So it's this really complicated web of shit that we're navigating through. And so hopefully, you know, what Kyle and I hope people get out of the this whole series is understanding the foundation of how to start clearing the bullshit so you can be in full communion with yourself and the communities that you so choose to be with. And another good thing to point out is just you can have multiple communities, like Kyle is saying, like you can have, you know, maybe like your work sort of communities, you can have like your social communities, you can have the people that you can be you know, like nerdy with whatever. It's just like you can have these different subsets of communities that help you be the best version of yourself. Having like the one soul community that gets all of me, you know, it might be unrealistic in some ways, but it's out there for some people. It exists, but I think it's also a good way to open ourselves up to other possibilities. And within this kind of trending time for uh, discovering yourself and doing the work where this is on mass scales now, where there's been mass awakenings in the consciousness state of the world, but also it's just, it's becoming a lot more publicly salient that, hey, mental health man leads to conscious awareness and expansion. And so there's this trend to identify with yourself and through that can come kind of these duality of of evils in some ways of like do this this way and this is how you find your community or join me i'm a fucking know-it-all guru and join my fucking cults and shit you know like there's things that can be really damaging to people if they do not know themselves so at the end of the day that's all kyle and i will consistently say is that you need to know thyself if you do not know thyself then all of this shit doesn't fucking matter because you're going to constantly be projecting blaming, judging other people, places, and things, and avoiding doing the work within that requires you to be able to truly show up as your best self so you can attract the things that are really in alignment for you. And so that's really about that authenticity. Like if we're inauthentic in any way, shape, or form, it's going to directly impact you. And it's probably not going to be really good. (laughs) And I think like on a personal level, you know, I can say like in relationship with Kyle is like, I never got my needs met as a child, ever. And there was multiple reasons for that where I was taught that from a very beginning where like I was abandoned from the jump like when I came into this world that I realized that I shouldn't ask for anything. And then in my home life, uh, I was being neglected that I really wasn't getting my needs met and that I was just gonna have to be hyper independent. And this is one thing I just read the other day that I was like, damn, that's fucking spot on is that people that referred to kids as like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. was just like a good kid just only highlights the fact of how much that child was not getting their needs met because they were just always doing whatever they were told or they weren't, um, you know, having conflict. They weren't being authentic because a real fucking child, man, they gonna be like, I want to do this now. Over here, I'm gonna have a temper tantrum. Like, I'm gonna do this. Like, yes, give me, give me. Like, that's like a real kid. But if you like right. the kid's just gonna be like, okay, 
Yep. Yeah. Do as mother tells me, never ask for anything type of shit. That's the child being really inauthentic because that's what they've been conditioned. And so a lot of times it's like, you know, the parents will like then have like issues with the kid like when they're teenage years. And then like later on in life, they'll like hear about all this fucked up shit that the kid was feeling. And they're like, damn, that's what you were going through. Like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? And they're like, <laughs> you know, because like to the kid, they're like, I mean, like, I just, you could, you didn't let me. It was like right. shunned upon. And so that was something that was super like eye-opening for me would be like, damn, you know, it's like my life was like fucked up and I couldn't get my needs met. I didn't know how to ask for them. And then later on in life, I kind of rebelled or I just kept putting on this facade that I was like, everything's fine. Don't ever ask for shit. Like, just, just keep right. it going. And it just removes you and makes you do things that you don't want to do. And so like community can also be like your fucking family, man. And that's where like 90% of this bullshit stems is our families. And that can be the chosen family too, mind you, of like whomever was uh, you, your guardians right. or around you growing up and shit. And it can be really challenging to dismantle the dysfunctionality within that and being your true self. Like, I don't know, it took me years to get my family dynamic like unlock and like just recently over the holidays like the amount of change that we've done is like insane of dismantling 36 years of fucking trauma and so it's possible people but it takes work and dedication so i don't know if there's anything you want to talk about authenticity here Kyle. yeah i was i was gonna say like you know there's two sides to this community conversation <clears throat> there's the idea of the desperate need for community right before the change happens right and then there's the idea that you get to share in a community right so it's like you don't fucking need it but like yeah you're going to be a part of it because it it brings some kind of like positive inspiration or positive growth right instead of the idea of it being a desperate need to be there and regardless of what's happening i'm still going to get this need for attention met out of the, the 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 abandonment that you were experiencing as a kid so there's that one side of the community and then there's on the other side of the work there's this idea of like oh I get to share me and the parts of me now that are healing with this community that's doing their healing and yeah we, we're all not the same right but as you start to heal you see that you can meet your own needs so if that person doesn't agree with you it doesn't mean that they're taking something away or something that you're experiencing lack that you know you had as a child it means that you can handle yourself and go, okay, th that's a little fucking weird, but I get it. You know, it's not, it's not taking anything away from me because I know how to give that thing to me. And so the interactions with the community start to shift because now you're not in this need of desperation. It's coming out of a place of like just sharing your journey with these other people. And that's like, I think for me, that's like where I am finally transitioning to, right? Because for me, 
community when I finally made the realization of like, holy shit, I'm only here because I'm trying to get a need met that these people can't meet, but it's also causing me harm. I was like, fuck though, fuck people, I'm out. Like, I'm going to go sit in my room and daydream about things that are out here in celestial world, you know? And so when I finally understood that, like, okay, I can also get along with people that have their ideas and their healing journeys, but as long as we're not here trying to just get our needs met, because now we're learning, like, dude, you have to meet your own needs at a certain degree. You're here to share with the community the things you're learning about yourself at the end of the day, like you said, know thyself. You're going to help inspire other people to know themselves. You're not trying to tell them who to be. They're going to figure that out, right? But when you figure out that like, oh, I'm just sharing this new part of myself, it might unlock something in that part of themselves. You're like, oh, okay, well, isn't that what we're here to do to just unlock these things so we can help unlock it in other people right this idea of community starts to shift once you can think about it that way absolutely i think you highlighted many important things in terms of what it this human experience is all about you know whether it's like we talk about it's like number one know thyself number two you could spin this in many different ways. How to be of service. That's really another, right. we're here for a shared experience. As much as you're living your own individual experience, we're here to share that with others, hence community. And this is an important thing that you just highlighted and I mentioned earlier is about this idea of conflict. Like having healthy conflict within all dynamics in your life is important. That's why it's dynamic growth. Conflict is something that can be really beneficial, but you need to have conflict that has the purpose of resolution in your life. If you're having just conflict, that's just drama. That's just bullshit <laughs> and unnecessary things. If you're just arguing for argument's sake, there, there's no point to it. But if you're trying to have conflict to find resolution within yourself and within the frameworks and dynamics that you're having in your life, that's beneficial. And most people want to avoid they think that's something you're not supposed to engage with. So within this community structure, a lot of people can avoid conflict altogether where they're like, I only want to be around people that are just like me, that never, you know, argue with my opinions, that just inflate my ego to be right. And so that creates a really unhealthy dynamic where then they are start like opposing other viewpoints. Like this happens all the fucking time in any type of social justice and fucking political shit where people are like, my team's right, your team's wrong, just projection to the nth degree, where it's like, are you actually having a conversation with your opposer in a way that you're able to understand them, to hear them out? Like, are you trying to find resolution or are you only trying to project your opinion that your opinion's the right way? And that shows up same within your communities of just like family, friends, whatever kind of activities you have in your life where we get off put by conflict because it's not in a line with an agreement with our egos. We get so ego driven of being like, 
you're right, I'm wrong, or how dare you do that? And all they're doing well, is just mirroring back to you things that you need to address within yourself. And so that's I, one thing. Oh, sorry, go for it. No, I just want to say that, like, there's certain things when, when we understand the idea of resolution, mm -hmm. right? That means that it's not about the people anymore. It's about a higher truth, right? Some people can't see that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that's, that sometimes is when you leave a community because it's not about the higher truth anymore. It's about that person in the community that thinks that they are right and their values are right. But again, if you're trying to be there for a resolution, there is going to be a part of you that you're going to have to take a step back and the other person's going to have to stay, take a step back and go, okay, is there a higher truth bigger than us here? Some people cannot see that. And that's when you know you're in the wrong community. Right. right? And that's and where so, the conflict, it's necessary for you to right. find that that might be the resolution that you two are not on the same field anymore. And so right. you both have to dismantle so you each can grow in your own journeys and that yeah. might be separate where which is sad and it's lost and that's part of this awakening process is you're examining those relationships and those community members of who is in alignment with the higher truth for you or who's part of this aspect of of you you know there's people that are meant to be in your journey for for certain parts and people that are only meant to vibe with you when you're at certain levels and that's that's just the way it is. I don't know. You're saying something. No, no, no. I. That's that's that. That silver lining when you. That's like a a characteristic you look for in whether or not you need to change community. That's it right there. You look to see if that person can take themselves or the people in the community can take themselves out of the picture, and allow the higher truth to be seen right and so if you're seeing it and two other people are seeing it the other 97 aren't you know that you have to move on right and it's going to teach you something because the 97 percent is going to claim that they're right because 97 people are showing up for that idea right but understand in this world, you level up not by following the crowd. You cannot. The, the majority never has the answers. Remember, the people who change this world are always in the tiniest, tiniest of the 1%. I'm not talking about wealth. I'm talking about brilliance. I'm talking about intelligence of mind of like, oh, this one guy started to think in this really weird way and discovered this really amazing thing. And so the idea that the 97% is going to have the answer, probably not, right? <laughs> and so it's, it's just really important to discern and be kind of objective with what you're looking for and what, you, what means, what is truthful, what has meaning to you, right? And be able to really pay attention and see like, okay, are they here for, are they here just to preach this word or are they looking for something greater than themselves? 
Are they looking for an answer that could possibly disrupt who they think they are? Now, I don't know. I'm still looking for that community. <laughs> well, I think you might be on more of the radical spectrum of people in terms of, I think most people don't want to think that way. They want to just fit in. They want to be liked. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how we're showing up as our unique selves and we're not diminishing our needs, our desires, and our goals in our lives. Because there's going to be the more radical free thinking people that are really confident in being like, I'm fucking out here because I know myself and I'm going to go find what it is that I'm searching for. And I'm going to go run off the hills with it. And maybe I'll find other people that view the life the same way. And that's their particular mission. And then there's other people that are just like, I'm comfortable with just my four walls and like hanging out with my dog and shit. And like, there's nothing wrong with that either. And so I don't want it to may ever be like, people need to like wake up and fucking get out of the matrix and shit. Like it's no, it's not like that. It does not need to be so aggressive, but it's just following your path of being like, am I settling? Am I not getting my needs met? Am I being inauthentic? You have to keep asking yourself these questions. And then within this conflict struggle of being like, sometimes conflict has to happen for me to understand what's really in alignment with me and what is not. And that's one of the most difficult things because people will use justifications like, but I love them or I love this fucking community. Think about right. like someone driving you out of your community. Like this has happened to me plenty of times where I'm just like, dude, I've poured my heart into this fucking shit. Yet these bad seeds just fucking ruin it. And it's so shitty where you're just like, I cannot believe that I'm at this point where I have to choose these things because right. other people are affecting the things that I'm enjoying or the thing that I care about. But then the deeper I would go down the rabbit hole, I'd be like, ah, this is, this is the painful lesson where it's like, it's a mindset shift. And I just talked about this in one of the episodes I just recorded about um, how you're perceiving the world. You know, there's like the bigger picture thing, which you and I understand, which is the higher truth, the big bird's eye, higher perspective view. And then from that perspective, we have to then shift our perspectives of our mindsets of being like, how can I play into this? Or how can I align with this? And then from there, you're having to do the mindset shift again of uh, how, how you're perceiving your interaction. So it's this crazy shift that we're having to do on multiple levels in order to unlock our full potential. And so one thing might be within like a poverty mindset, I'll just take, for example, where a lot of people are coming into this world with a state of lack, where they just don't have enough. And I mentioned this on the last podcast that I recorded online, um, where you're conditioned to co constantly keep thinking you are less than, or you do not have enough. Everything is outside of your reach. You're surviving. You're trying to stay afloat you are worried constantly and therefore there's a highlighting a lack within you. But at the same time, you're perceiving that because you're comparing other people, places and things outside of you that are saying that to you because that is what you've been taught and conditioned. But really the bigger picture is that we're all equal. Everybody's the same. Even if the playing fields are not equal, you are inherently the same. So what you have to do is shift up your mindset from the, the poverty lack set 
and switch over to a wealth and abundance mindset, which is really hard for us to do. And then if you want to really compare, which you and I had a private talk about this, is thinking about what are we actually wealthy in? And it's like, man, I'm rich as fuck in spirit. You cannot fuck with my vibe, man. It's like, I may not have a whole lot of money and other materialistic things in comparison to other people, but I guarantee you I'm a fuck ton happier than 90% of those motherfuckers that I know myself. I'm in my full fucking conviction. I am fucking around with that shit. And that's something you have built innately in you that I can get through anything. Take all of that, all that materialistic shit away from me. I'll rebuild that shit better every fucking time. Fucking throw some obstacles in front of me. I'll blast through that shit. Like no fucking problem for me because I'm confident in myself. I know myself now that I've been able to shift my reality in the way that I was taught and being able to level up in different ways that because of that, I'm able to now start shifting other things that I struggled with or comparing people like that they were better off than me when in reality is like, we're the same. I just have a different wealth than you do maybe. And that that's just, right. that's just perception, but we're all inherently the same. And so that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with in community is that they're constantly comparing themselves of what they think this picture perfect opportunity or community should be like for them. And instead of seeing like, what are your gifts? What are your, your own uh, authentic attributes of self that you're bringing to the table? It's like uh, one thing I always say to people, like instead of viewing people what they can give you, what the fuck are you bringing to the table? That's what I think about these days of like whenever I'm interacting with other people, I'm like, especially like a new community or new friendships and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm bringing to the table. And hopefully this is um, something that they're reciprocating, that I'm showing them who I am by showing fully as myself. And these are the skills, these are the attributes, these are the things that I'm bringing to the table. Instead of being like, I'm going to these people because of what they can give me. I'm going to these right. people because of what I can give them and hopefully that I can level up because of those things. So it's that's truly right. like being of service. And so I think it's really complicated for people to view things outside of themselves clearly in a way that actually helps them, where we need these conflicts in order to discover our full potential. And sometimes it's gonna be really hard where you're just like, I love something and I have to let it go so I can grow. And so I don't know if you wanna talk about that dynamic growth pains. Man, I think I've had to do that so much and not, not even on a conscious level, you know, like moving from my home country I did not want to come. I'm not knowing at that point in my life that like, this is going to help me grow. I'm like, I hate the fact that I'm having to move and let go of something, an idea, a, a way of living that I love sunshine and jungle. Like what, what, and you're going to bring me to the cold. Like that doesn't make sense, you know, but like, during this move, I went through every iteration of, letting go something I love mostly well what I thought I loved in myself was just a cry for attention right and needing some kind of some kind of something from the external right but when it comes to man I have so many stories it's crazy 
about this in particular and like having to go through you know these periods of my life where it was just like so much shame for what I had and not enough pride for what I knew right and so like I didn't have much I didn't have a nice car I didn't have any of these things but I when I came to any circle or any community whether they had money or not they knew that Kyle was gonna talk about some shit that was gonna fucking either ruffle their feathers piss them off or blow their minds right my friend used to call me the the evangelical not in a religious sense because I always had something to say. And I remember when I finally woke up and I would talk about these things and people started to push me away. And literally for five years, my voice went away. And that caused me so much fucking heartache and stress. And like, because deep down, I, the things that I needed to express, that needed to come out, the community that I thought I had were telling me to shut the fuck up because it was it was too much, right? And so I remember going quiet for years and not being able to come to a place where I was like, all right, like, how do I get around? Like, how do I get to express myself and say these things? and still keep these people and you talk about having to let go something you love that's when you get to decide the people or yourself right and letting go of the people was the hardest thing ever for me because coming from the place I came from like I wanted to be held and coddled in the community I wanted that attention and it it sucked to be able to have to sit there and really go, well, fuck, I, I either meet myself or I stay in this community and quiet my voice, you know? And yeah, I remember just people skating out. They were just like, no, oh, can't Kyle? No, he's got too much to say. He posts crazy shit. And yeah, the people literally like seven people stuck around out of a crew of like 50 you know from going from high school to college and I hang out with the same like five six people all the time you know the more my voice starts to develop and I start to like really put effort into doing podcasts and writing and you know, this idea of higher humans. I remember having people like tell me higher humans, who the fuck does Kyle think he is? And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? This is, you're a human too. Like, wh why are you offended? And they were offended because I had this higher ideal of seeing the world and they could not reconcile with that because they couldn't see it in themselves. And so like, these are people that I was friends with for 15 years. And they were talking the shit about me. And I was like, wait, what? This, this doesn't make sense at all. And so this, the way I perceived the world and myself, my inner world, 
has caused me to have to let go of things that I love. That fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, it makes me emotional because it's like one of the things that I realized that like at the at the end of the day, people are only going to like you if they like themselves. And if I'm preaching this higher ideal preaching, I hate that word, but you know what I mean? If I'm putting, outputting this higher ideal of something that I see inside and they're not there, then what do you do? You got to leave the community, you know, and then start over, right? But now you're being authentic. <clears throat> you might get less friends, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you're meeting your own needs, Right. And I'm still learning that because I, yeah, I, I'm still learning how to meet my needs. Like, I, I feel like I figured it out emotionally and like stimulating my, my mind, but like connections and like, yeah, it's like, I still struggle with connections a little bit, you know? And that's because I got crazy shit to say and I'm not going to like back down sometimes. You know, so anyway, I don't know. That was a ramble, but. No, I think you pointed out some really good things for people to think about where, you know, within this conflict, I think that there's many different viewpoints to take where if you are diminishing your shine, diminishing yourself within these communities where people are opposing you on all ends and judging you and blaming you and projecting their problems onto you, you have to remember that whatever they say and do is their, how they view themselves. And it's so hard to be a higher human in that moment because see, all you feel is just hurt, just fucking, just rejection and just uncompassion, unloved. And it's one of the most hurtful fucking things. Like I think everybody has been here at least one point in their life and I've been in your shoes many, many times. And it's so fucking painful where you're like, I'm trying to connect with you so badly and I'm giving you all of me, all of this love, all of this support, whatever the fuck it is. And because I'm asking for you to view me the way that I truly am, or I'm asking for my needs to be met, or I'm just trying to be authentic, that you're completely shitting on me and dismantling it is one of the most brutal and painful fucking travesties that we can go through as a human. Because we just want to belong in many ways. And I think it's so hard where you're, you do have to make this choice of like, do I sacrifice myself because I am forcing somebody to see me as that? Or right. do I need to just walk away and just focus on giving myself what I need and not judging them? Because we can get into that resentful period and we go through all the different steps of grieving. And that's normal right. where you don't ever want to ignore those anger feelings of being like, fuck those motherfuckers. Those are some fucked up ass shit, bitch asses. You know, and then you realize you're like, okay, well now that's just <laughs> taking it down and not sharing and I'm being like, okay, well, I understand from their viewpoint. You have to be able to understand it from their perspective as well. Whether or not you agree doesn't negate that you need to understand them, to see them fully as they are. It's like in life, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? And sometimes your happiness comes with the whole dismantling of things of being like, my own personal happiness is far better for me 
But with that also has to come forgiveness and acceptance where you cannot change other people. You cannot force them to view you any other way where you have to let go of that need to control, that need to be seen, that need to be heard. If you're constantly filling yourself up with what, what you need, then everybody else eventually is going to not matter as much. And then you start to see over time where it's like, maybe people can re-enter your life. Or maybe you see them fully as they are and realize that you were only meant to have me at that level. And then I leveled up and I moved right. on. And so I'm moving in a new direction where now I'm aligning with people that can meet my needs, that don't see my fierceness as something to be intimidated by or something to diminish or to punish even. And that's something that's really difficult for us to learn in this journey is how to see ourselves clearly so that others can recognize us clearly. And to not hold on to like the past and harbor the resentment as we move through these transitions. It's hard because people want to just bring you down, man. Like misery fucking loves company. And it's like, bitch, I ain't miserable. Bye. Right. And it's hard <laughs> to get to that level where you're just having compassion and empathy towards others without attachment is so difficult when these rifts happen in our lives where we're letting go of people that or communities and things that we loved, we invested in, we were heavily attached to that shit. And then when it dismantles, having to lose the attachment, but never losing that love is something that takes a lot of work where you can just get to this healthy place of being like, I love the memories that we share. I love you as a human being or as a place that I want you to, to do well in life without me harboring any ill feelings towards this shit. And just being able to move forward in my life and respect that you can do the same. That is immense growth. And if you can get to that level, like, congratulations, that means that you are in full power of yourself. And you're not blaming and projecting your bullshit on other people. You just acknowledge and you took that L like a motherfucking savage, dude. That shit takes some fucking work. And within this quote unquote, like, friends of communities, like, coming together to, like, teach these principles and stuff. Man, like it's a whole mixed bag because we need to remember it's like there's going to be people that can see things fully from a bigger viewpoint. And then there's going to be people that only see it from their viewpoint. But at the end of the day, we all have our own unique viewpoint that it's impossible for you to find this completely like-minded com community or this completely um, in alignment, high vibrational fucking pure consciousness group. It just... It doesn't exist. And the more that we can fully accept that that's what it is, the better off we're going to be in terms of being persuaded one way or another. Like people that are, you know, perceiving them and advocating and telling everyone that's like, I'm a guru, self-mastery, blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's dope that you think that about yourself. But it's also telling people that you think that you are better than them or that you think that you've reached some pinnacle point. That, that's better than other people where you know there's many stoke quotes where it's like you know that like I know that I know nothing like in life and yeah. that's a beautiful thing where we're all ignorant there you're never going to know everything therefore how could you be a master of the universe or how can you be you know this guru of life or this enlightened being it's like no you can have you know insights you can have consciousness, you can be self-aware, and you can be in full control of yourself, meaning that you are taking responsibility, but you're still unlocking yourself every day. You're still getting to know yourself every day. 
And so I think it's really important that people go into these mindsets when they're trying to seek out community, because when you're coming out of a place that's full of hurt and pain, rejection, abandonment, uh, inauthenticity, it's really hard for you to integrate into a community in a healthy way. And I think there's going to be a huge, huge surgeons like in the next five years of people coming out and be like, damn, some of that new age shit was fucked up, man. Like hella cultish or just like, you know, brainwashing or just really blew me up in a different direction that was further away from self instead of reminding me that I have to do the work, that I am the one that needs to like show up fully in my community and stop giving my power away to things that aren't for my highest good. And I think that's something that's really important to think about when we're, we're, we're in these really dark spaces in these negative mindsets in these, you know, self-deprecating times where we're looking for answers outside of ourselves and we just want to fucking, we want the pain to go away that we're willing to do anything to, to achieve that. And sometimes that means like settling for people, places and things that aren't for our highest good or giving our power away to these things because we just don't want to take responsibility anymore. We just don't want to fucking feel this way. And that's something that I think we're, we're moving towards is how to get to a healthier, safe container within communities that highlights this, where it's just like, yo, we're all lost. We're all searching for something and to align better with giving people the space to do the work without overstepping our boundaries or without preaching to them or giving them all this anecdotal advice that may not work for them. It's just like, you're, you're right where you're supposed to be. Everybody is always doing the best that they can with what they have. And the more that we're able to view life in that way, the better off we're going to be because we're no longer projecting everything onto other people, places and things and giving our power away. But I don't know if you've seen some shit within like the communities of healing that, you know, maybe you, yeah, I'd want to uncover would, some shit more. Yeah. I think for me, it's more about the idea of like, so it's different, you know, um, like I said, I have communities that are the scientific imperialist imp empirical people. And then I have more, like, I would say I'm more rational, idealistic. And then I have like my hippie crew that's like out there which is the crew I gravitated towards because yeah I'm from the jungle like you know from the islands and like that kind of life makes sense to me but being more rational and idealistic I can see through what needs to be seen in terms of like the gaps in that way of thinking so I realized that in the spiritual community, the idea of love and light is actually damaging, you know, because at the end of the day, you're not only that, you're darkness too. And so when you try to completely transform your identity to fit that box, you automatically, using logic, skip the other box, right? And like, it started to wear on me a little bit because I, I started to see people that couldn't accept the pain, you know, and that really fucked with me for a, a little bit. And like the idea of, you know, doing plant medicines, they're great, but I wish I knew that I could tell people like, look, before you do that, go do some nervous system work for six months. Right. 
Um, because when I did it, it completely fried me, you know, even though I had researched it for five years, you know, it was this idea that people are telling these stories about this plant and this, this, how it was so wonderful and they connected and da, 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 whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, did you go home and really do the work after or did you have an experience where you felt connected to the, the the cosmos but how does that make you a better person you know like at the end of the day you have to do the thing not the plant right and so yes you get glimpses but be careful what you ask for because that glimpse is a, a responsibility for you to meet that place it's for you got to get there now so now you have a responsibility to become this thing more. And it's not about reveling in the experience. It's about meeting the, the, the thing you saw in the experience, you know? And it's like, I don't know, that certain communities, you know, I've, I've kind of, I haven't walked away completely, but I warn people like love and light, and even scientific materialism, like they all have a downfall. Yes, they play a role in us getting somewhere. But like at the end of the day, we want to find the community that understands that like you're working from wholeness. You cannot be separated and yeah, I don't know. I could get into a whole thing about spirit and souls and connection and energy, but anyway, community. There, there's, there's, there's the good side and the bad side, right? And be very discerning in what you're listening to and what you're following. Ask all the questions, and maybe piss some people off on the way. <laughs> I agree. I think that's just anything in life. It's all duality. So no matter what we do, we're having to be able to look at it from, from all sides. And that's something that takes self-awareness, consciousness, and for people to get to that level, it's challenging. And so, you know, it's one thing where we got to stop comparing ourselves of where we are to where we quote unquote want to be. Because sometimes what we want isn't always what we need and what we need right. isn't always what we want. So having conflict is something that's very healthy and very normal. We have to have conflict with resolution where, you know, we're going to be fighting uphill battles. Like, I guess you could say like in the spiritual community, you know, it's like resistance is a huge key factor where it's like, if you have this much resistance to things in life, that's asking you to go within to see where, why it's there. And so that's something right. that you know, I definitely had to learn the hard way as I think everybody does is just being like, why am I putting up such a fight for this? Or why am I fighting for this so much? Those are the things that you start going within and start seeing like, oh, there's an imbalance here, or I have a warped perception of this, or this is some trauma that needs to be healed, or this is my ego talking that this is for right. some selfish need of mine that only serves me and nobody else. And those there's are like- reason. Yeah. There's reason. There is a reason <laughs> and you have to find it. And so, so if you challenging. ask enough whys, you will find the reason. You'll use reason to be like, oh, I'm doing this because. Oh, I'm doing that because. So you're, you're reasoning it out. <laughs> Either way, you got to ask the why. Why am I doing this? 
you know? And most people don't want to ask the why questions, nor do they want to take the time to take accountability. And so that's something where I think what we're seeing a lot in this new trend and mass awakenings of people is for those who do want to take accountability and for those that don't. And so sometimes you're going to gravitate towards one style of modalities and tools versus another that feed into that. And ultimately it's your choice and it's part of your journey. And so no matter where you end up at, just know that you can always get back to yourself. And so within this episode, what Kyle and I really talk about is just that at the end of the day, only you are going to be able to help yourself. Only you are going to recognize what works for you and what does not. And so it doesn't matter what your community looks like or your communities that you may not be able to get all of your needs met from a singular community. And another thing that I kind of want to like, kind of not end on, but just like focus on for the rest of the time is just this sense that there's going to be a lot of us in this awakening group, this collective consciousness who are meant to carve out our community. We are meant to build what it is that we are seeking. And that is part of our purpose. And for a lot of people, that's really scary being like, why do I got to do it? Why, why is the universe asking me to step up and fucking start something? Like, I don't want to be responsible, responsible for that. Or like, man, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. Like trying to catch a motherfucking break out here. It's hard, hard doing all this healing shit. It is, but that's part of our journey sometimes to, to be able to take these leaps of faith, to be able to step outside of our comfort zone, to inspire other people who have that same drive within them. They just haven't unlocked it. And hence that's what you're attracting is the community that you were meant to build. It may not be out there yet for you because you're the one that has to build it. And that was one thing where it's like, if you would ask me if I was ever going to do a podcast, I would have been like, yeah, it's too motherfucking no, like a long time ago. Me speaking about feelings about my life or what I think about, hell, motherfucking no. It's like, I'm a blunt person. I was always a blunt person. I can talk about anything that's on my mind. Like there was one funny ass meme that <laughs> it's so funny that's like oh uh, has like a little like cartoon drawing of like as like dude and then like there's his brain and there's like a text bubble in it and then there's like a his out coming out of his mouth in a text bubble where it's like oh that dress makes you look like a pinata inside the brain and then the mouth is like that dress makes you look like a pinata and just like that's me it's like i have no filter it's just gonna say whatever i'm gonna say but to do it on such like a large scale level or just being able to put myself out there where I don't give a shit hell no like that's fucking scary and weird but I just had to do it like it was just organically happened like I didn't go into it with like I'm gonna start a podcast it was just like I was trying to just do something else entirely and then it just ended up that I had to use a podcast platform because it just made more sense and then I was like oh I can actually make this be something and slowly but surely over the last two years I, it, it is what it is now. And I think in that way, it's like, I've inspired you to start your own. I've inspired a few other people to start their own and just like kind of work within the frameworks of giving people the platform where it's like, that's like a community in and of itself that I never thought it was going to have or quote unquote build. Like I didn't right. want this responsibility, <laughs> but it just kind of ended up that way. And I think that's something for people to understand that Sometimes what you're searching for outside of yourself 
is really just asking you to go within to see where you're gravitating towards and then you build it and cultivate it. And by proxy, you start attracting the like-minded people, the community that you've been looking for. And that's something that's really scary and daunting for people to be like, damn, I am the, the quote unquote leader. It's like, yeah, because you were the co-creator of your own reality, dog. Like you got to right. do, you got to do it. And so I don't know if you want to talk about kind of like owning your authenticity and like carving out your own shit. Yeah. Carving out my own shit is exactly what the idea of higher humans was about, you know, and it's not even my own shit. It's just, I am a messenger, but to the message the message has gotten me in so much trouble because people, most people don't want to hear it or don't want to see it. But this is something that, yeah, I remember the first time the words higher humans came into my brain. This was like in 2016, you know, and I held on to it. And it, the more I read and understood of what that looks like, the more it scared the shit out of me. Because at the end of the day, I would have to become something that I was afraid of, right? The same higher human, the same values, the same level of becoming this thing. And like in the idealistic world, I am not that thing, right? But why not try to lay the foundation so we can all be that thing or become that thing, right? And I fought years with myself. I was like, I don't need to do this. You know, I, I this is stupid. Like, who am I to say this? You know, whatever. And the things that I saw in terms of like, not in terms of like, seeing it with my eyes, but seeing it with my understanding in my mind, the things that I saw that could be, how life could be for, for us, for the people, and how it could be that or how I could get there. I was like, holy shit, like, if I don't tell the world this, if I don't talk about it, it's because... I'm scared to become that in myself. And I was like, and I'll, it was already like, Kali, but you saw it. So you can't unsee it. And so there's no going backwards now. And I wrestled with that for years. It caused me shame. It caused me guilt. It caused me depression because it's like, I see something over there. And yet I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay right here. And slowly but surely, like with the help of people in my world, they're like, Kyle, write about it. You know, ultimately they're like, you should be talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get me on camera. Sorry. But yeah, it's, it's slowly coming out that this idea, this way of being, this way of becoming these concepts like, if I don't talk about it, I feel like I'm not being myself, you know? And that's that sucks because I'm struggling with 
I don't want to do that. That's too much. That's scary. And then I'm like, well, I'm shutting myself up and that kind of sucks too, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, that level, I, I would say I'm not fully authentic, but I'm working towards that, you know? And I think it's really important to just keep, keep trying. Fuck. I, I, yeah, this is daunting for me, by the way, <laughs> it's a daunting idea to be like, oh, I'm going to talk about how the future is supposed to look for people who the, f what, what? Yeah. But I can, I literally can see it in my mind. I perfectly clear with every single detail, why and why, why and why not what we need to think about how it needs to be thought about. I can see it. And I've never said anything. <laughs> well, and like you pointed out a good point here where it's not that to me, I don't perceive you as someone that's inauthentic. I think you just haven't stepped fully into the authenticity where you're authentic. You know innately inside who you are and you know what it is that is in alignment for you or things that you desire, the things that you are maybe not acting upon, like you, you are in touch with your shadow aspects, you're in touch with your insecurities, your weaknesses, but also your strengths as well. And then as far as taking the aligned and inspired action to create this is, it doesn't mean you're inauthentic. It just means you haven't stepped fully into it. So that's something I want to like talk about for people too, where it's like these ideas that you have circulating in your mind and this imposter syndrome is super common for us in terms of seeking out community as well as being in our authenticity as yourselves. Like whether you're living your purpose and you're the one that has to carve out your community, it's gonna be this really ego battle in your mind of being like, you are not good enough. Oh, you have to take responsibility and create it. Like it's just gonna be this back and forth bullshit of figuring out what speaks to you. And eventually something's gonna click whether it's someone that actually just presents you an opportunity to just do it, or it's something that rattles your world and like pushes you out of your comfort zone, whether you want to or not, that right. gets it, that gets the ball rolling. And so I think that's something that's important to think about, like on this whole journey is that you're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. You're getting comfortable with the unknown. You're letting go of the fears running the show and letting the fears fuel you to align with what really works for you. And that's a huge theme within seeking community that we tend to unlock is like, oh, wow, I've never been emotionally vulnerable before in my life. And now I join like some group and they're teaching me how to become vulnerable. And you needed that human interaction to teach you that where these people are mirroring back like there is safety, there is security, right. there is stability for you out there. Or that you're having to carve and being like, look, I can be a leader. I can speak my truth. I can show up fully. And that's really like what I'm saying, what you're offering, what you can bring to the table. If you're seeking connection with other people, are you connected to yourself? And are you connecting with other people? Probably not. Like that's what's being asked right. of you is to show up. If that's what you are desiring, seeking, the change starts within. That's where it comes from. And so I think that's the number one thing within community that people need to realize is that you may be gravitating towards them for answers and for help, but it's really what you're bringing to the table that will catapult that help that you're getting. If you want to receive more, you have to be willing to give more. And that's right. the paradox that most people do not understand is that a lot of these problems can be solved 
with how you're showing up in this world. And that's a really hard and difficult responsibility for a lot of people to take of being like, I just want to receive, I don't want to give. And it's like, there's actually right. no fulfillment in just receiving. If all you are is getting your needs met and you're never giving back, it's a very empty one-way street. And eventually right. you realize that that's really empty. And then you start learning like, oh, I got to give a little bit more. When I give a little bit more, I actually receive more. Oh, this is reciprocal. This is what reciprocation is. Holy shit. And that's what fucking community is, is about reciprocation. And within reciprocation, like we said, it's like there's got to be conflict with resolution. There's going to be right. these stages of dynamic growth that help you level up to where you want and need to be. And sometimes it's fucking painful. Sometimes it's a really fucking painful. But through that pain and suffering, you get to unlock these aspects of yourself that you've repressed, that you've held back, that were no longer serving you. And as a byproduct, you get something better. One door closes, a new one opens. And so that's what I hope that we're able to channel on this particular episode today is just really seeing that it still requires you to do the work. It still requires you to show up fully and offer and bring something to the table for the rest of the community to enjoy so that they can also give something back to you by mirroring back the same. So I want to just end here kind of like, is there any like other personal stories like about community that you feel like might help people in, in this at all? I'm still trying to figure out my community. So at the end of the day, I've, I've hopped around in communities. Um, I think I have a pretty dynamic community in terms of like people from different or at different levels in their awareness and their different levels of consciousness. Um, and I think, yeah, higher humans is going to have to be its own community because there are some very high ideals and things that are going to be said and people may not be able to jump along. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't have any, I don't want to share any more stories. <laughs> I think it's perfect. And I think that's a good segue into the final episode in this Higher Human series is we're going to be talking about what is Higher Humans and what this whole entire community that Kyle's building and what those ideals are. And then maybe if y'all feel like you're in alignment with it, you can join Kyle and his Higher Humans uh, community. And so I guess, you know, just thinking about like personal aspects of myself of, of this journey, it's like, I've taken like shit, you not like a thousand fucking classes over the last four years to unlock myself, like searching for different communities. And I didn't realize at the time that that's what I was looking for. And I had went to like one spiritual community where we were just doing like meditations and shit. And it was like this old dude, like just like some like, you know, in tune, psychic intuitive person. And he was just like, you're looking for a community. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> sure dog I don't know but he was spot on you know in the sense that that's we're all kind of longing and searching for something in some ways and so I think because I was so lost and fragmented and damaged and that universe slowly started to wake me up to consciousness and I started doing the healing work I started discovering myself I started like really diving into shadow work I was like, oh shit like this there's a lot here for me to unpack and through that shadow work stuff, it's like, I tried so many different classes and like 
different groups and stuff and some clicked, some didn't. And I was more focused on like the groups that were helping me unlock like consciousness within myself. So I did mostly just guided meditations and journeying and like some shamanic healing practices. But overall, it was just about like group talking. Like I did a lot of more like support groups in the sense of like uh, just talking about various things. I had found like a few groups that like really clicked with me where I was like, okay, this is like stuff that I'm struggling with. These are things that like I'm thinking about. And one of the main groups was like my codependency group where I was like, dude, all my shit's riddled in codependency traumas and shit. And it just happened to organically navigate into like kind of this like healthier space for me where it's like, then that group broke out into like three different groups where the the main teacher that I'm with, she teaches a lot of other different things. So I got to like dibble and dabble in different things and like just meet a really eclectic dope group of people that I would have never met had I not realized that oh, this is the root of my trauma. And therefore I want to focus here on this trauma aspect of myself that I was able to attract a community that was going to help me work through those problems. It's like, once you're able to admit and accept the shit that you're you're dealing with, the easier it is for the universe to provide you with the solutions that you're looking for. And then, uh, you know, just like constantly looking for like other fun hobbies and things to do. And lo and behold, like out of the most ridiculous things, comes the most beneficial community for myself personally, which is probably for a lot of people be like, should I do that? Uh, But it was actually like my church community. And it's like those people were, they reflect back to me everything what I desire from just like good human interactions where it's like I have great work relationships with them. I have really like emotionally invested relationships. I feel like of service there. I feel like really uplifted and supported and and it's like, I never thought that it would be through that sort of community that I would receive everything that I want. But it was because I was so open-minded and not closed off that I was able to attract something that worked for me personally. Do I recommend that for everyone? Hell to the motherfucking no. But it was just something that stumbled and opened up for me that happened to be exactly what I was looking for in many ways. And it's really about that letting go of the ego opening myself up, being vulnerable, that I was able to let something that was so fucking foreign, so fucking weird and out of the box for me to come in and show me that that's exactly what I needed. And so like I was saying, it's like sometimes what you want isn't always what you need. And sometimes what you need isn't always what you want or what you had envisioned or thought of that that was going to be the answer in many ways to to what you were seeking. And so I think with... um that sense of community and belonging that I was like trying to force myself maybe into certain communities that I thought were what was going to connect for me. And when I did, I was like, man, this is really for me. And lo and behold, the one community that I was like, hell to motherfucking no, this is not going to be it. Ended up being the one that fit the best. And it was just because of the amount of work that I've done on myself and being open-minded and letting go of the resistance to things, the resistance to change, the resistance to something completely outside of the box for me that I was able to receive, you know, like the dead, the diversity that I'm getting. So I have like these various communities of uh, different groups of people that are able to satisfy a lot of different stuff. Yet I'm still creating this community of my podcast of more of the like-minded, like higher level consciousness discussions with people. And, you know, like I was able to you know, be connected with Kyle to have a connection with somebody where it's like, we think very much the same way. And, you know, or more philosophical, psychological point of views that not too many people want to dive deep on. Like both Kyle and I are nerds where 
yeah, we'll read those 2000 fucking page books about psychology and philosophy because it's something that speaks to us, but not everyone's going to be like that. So it's being able to get my needs met in all these various communities. And there's not just like one singular community that's able to provide me with what it is that I need because I'm a very complex, multi-dimensional being and I need a lot of different things. And so it's like, there's going to be places where I have to carve out my own community but I also have attracted and being able to connect in various communities that I never thought I was going to. And I'm still working on finding more community too. I, I'm open to so many different things. So I hope that people listening today on this podcast feel that they can connect with both Kyle and I and our various communities, as well as inspire them to maybe carve out your own or to seek out other like-minded souls that can help you in transitioning into your most authentic self. But remember, you are the one that is in charge of it. So I don't know if there's any final words here that you want to say, Kyle, before we say goodbye. No, it's, I, I'm at a loss for words right now. I'm in my head. I'm just thinking of all the stories about community and like how it took me so long to even allow myself allow myself to find the community inside myself and like to to be bold enough and brave enough to like meet these parts of me that can actually create a community i and, think you are not alone <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that's what i got here <laughs> awesome well i always appreciate this time with you and i think that this episode is something that we're all struggling with and we're all still dealing with to some degree. It's a daily struggle. It's a forever journey. You know, like there's going to be who knows what tomorrow brings, who knows what next year brings and that community is ever changing. And so just knowing that there are people out there who are going through the same things at any given time and that you are truly never alone. So stay with us for episode five where we talk about higher humans. So thank you, as always, keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. Thank you.